0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan
1: Bongino. Holy shit! We're here... <laughs> what, wow, that's a... Oh, are we live? Sorry. That's quite a way to start. I was just telling the audience here in a live show how you gotta go from, like, beast mode Dan Bongino to radio-friendly Dan Bongino. And we're here, we're on the podcast, we're live, we're in Nashville with an amazing crowd. Let me hear it! Nashville! And as you can see, I got a special guest here on the stage with me. The amazing, talented, incredible country music legend, my good friend, Johnny Rich. Thank you, yeah, man. Gosh, is it good to see you. So... I hear you know the owner of this joint, Redneck Riviera. Yeah, he's a pretty good guy. He's a pretty good guy. Yeah. I heard he's handsome, too. He's a handsome well, man. He's a,
2: he's, he's a handful. <laughs> no, man, you're sitting in the Redneck Riviera downtown, which is my bar. This is where the Patriots come to party, man.
1: Man, so, I love this place. That. Let me tell you, my, my first time, let me just get to this first. Today's show brought to you by Enviro Cleanse. Be confident with the air you breathe with EnviroCleanse. Visit ekpure.com. Code Bongino for 10% off. I got one of these in my house. They're awesome. And then Bone charge in these crazy days we got to recharge and refresh in a natural way to that end I discovered bone charge I use their stuff I love it a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize life in every way one of my favorite products from bone charge is the infrared sauna blanket use it love it it's amazing it helps me ease stress and unwind after a crazy day the sauna blanket helps me break a sweat which could help me remove some heavy metals and other toxins I hear myself in my ear. It's driving me crazy. It sets up in less than a minute. Heats fast. And I re- that's not part of the bone charge, by the way, folks, that's just me hearing myself in my ear. It sets up in less than a minute. Heats fast. The sauna blanket. I relax and read or watch TV for about a 30, 40 minute session. Uh, session. I kid you not. The sauna blanket from bone charge is a game changer. It's great. You got to try it. It ships worldwide, Bone Charge. The sauna blanket ships free with no hidden costs. Plus, Bone Charge offers a 30-day free trial with easy returns or exchanges and a 12-month warranty. Relax, revitalize, and refresh with Bone Charge and the sauna blanket. Right now, go to Bone Charge, dot slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino to save 15% as BoneCharge.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino to save 15%. So, Johnny Rich, let me tell you my first story experience in your awesome bar here, Redneck Riviera. Mm-hmm. Where we will be tomorrow night launching his incredible album, which he was kind enough to give me and my wife Paula over there. She gave he gave us a free concert. He's got an actual bar in his house. I don't mean a house bar. I mean like a bar in his house that rivals this bar. And he played He played the album. It's called The Country Truth. It's a banger, every single song. 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, tomorrow night here on Rumble. But I came to your bar on New Year's Eve. I was here with Fox a couple of years ago. And I said, John, can, can we get in? The bar was packed. And I remember your bouncer out front like, we're not taking any more people. And then someone called down and said, hey, Dan Bongino's at it. And then they walked me up right here. John was playing. Yeah. And man, I had the best time. You took us on the tour bus and back. You remember that? Oh, yeah, of course I do. That yeah, was I a mean, good time. You're always
2: welcome here, man. We you Listen, this bar, Redneck Riviera, the brand itself, we support God, family, and country. That's it. That's all
1: right. You... You've, you feel like, I know we've had this conversation on radio before, but never on the podcast. Listen, you've been with Lone Star, Big and Rich, Solo, and you're one of the few guys who's had hits with all of them. I mean, listen, a, a couple guys had, you know, big hits when they were with Kiss and then went out on their own and they didn't do anything. Some did, some didn't. You've been with Lone Star, Big and & Rich, and Solo, number ones, hits everywhere. But you've seen the country music industry, which is going to surprise a lot of my listeners here, even the country music industry going woke from the inside. I've seen it too, and you decided you were going to do something about it.
2: Yeah, so really a few years ago, uh, as I was part of that music industry you're talking about from my whole adult life, what started to happen is that the industry started to go very liberal, very woke. Uh, There was always those people in the business, but now they started to press down onto the artist. They didn't used to mess with your music or tell you what to sing, what not to sing, what interviews to do, what interviews you can't, but they started doing that a few years ago. And it got to the point where I I looked at myself one day and I said, is my freedom of speech more valuable to me than the approval of the music industry? That's the question I had to ask myself. And I said, you know what? damn right it is and I want to say what I want to say I'm an American by God I'm allowed to talk if I want to and if that means I lose the approval of the music industry so be it I'm sure I'll figure out another way to get to the fans with my music so thanks to you Truth Rumble all the folks that have me on and all the fans especially that find my music and download it they have put me at number one on the last
1: four singles (laughs) you know yeah you're darn right I mean, you know, we talk a lot about this parallel economy, how we've got to get away from these libs. Like, here's the thing, folks. Uh, Listen, I I believe in God-given rights. Big R, God-given God, capital G, God-given rights. That means for these libs, too. I don't want anything to do with them. You want to play your music? Play your music. Matter of fact, play it on Rumble. I couldn't give a damn. The platform is there for everyone. But they don't feel the same way about us. They will never, ever, these maniacs, ever leave us alone. Ever. Because you got to remember, The essence of their entire guiding ethos, John, this collectivism, socialism crap, is stealing away God-given liberties a zero-sum game, man. It's either yours or theirs. Either you're spending your dollar or they are. Either they're telling you how to write your music or you are. The thing with us is we don't want any of their decisions. Send your kid to whatever school you want. Keep your money. I don't want to let tax cuts for me. I want it for you, too. But when it comes to music and other stuff, they can never leave you alone because the essence of their power is to take from others. And you said, screw it, I'm not doing it. And in the songs, you stick it to them like progress. Yeah, Where they, I mean, that was a kick in the balls to the left, that song. Oh, they hated that one. They, they absolutely
2: hated uh, Stick Your Progress Where the Sun Don't Shine. I mean, they lost their ever-loving minds over that one, which is good, because honestly, if they thought well of me, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. So
1: yeah. <laughs> So I'm going a little out of order with the show. Hey, Gee, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play that uh, Oliver clip from. Uh, you know that React. Give me a second here. But you know, you and I. It's just hilarious. Turned into a big Twitter conspiracy. We got the New York Times calling me, the LA Times calling John. John and I just like music. I saw this guy on Twitter, Oliver Anthony. His real name is Chris. And I, I texted you, that I not you? I go, holy shit, you hear this guy? This is like the craziest thing I've ever heard. And John, who's got a better ear for music than me, like a lot better, he's only made a career out of it. He's like, I said, am I crazy? Is this guy like talented or what? He goes, no, this is like really good stuff. And this is after it had kind of already blown up a little bit. So we really just wanted to help the guy out. But my question to you John is a song like that if he were to go the traditional woke label route there isn't a chance in hell a song about you know a, a miners on an island there ain't no way that song gets uh, gets printed or played on the radio anywhere No so What's yeah, so up Oh yeah okay sure Yeah there you go What are we doing you're sharing this mic Can you he oh, hear I'll just him? share one Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: So pull ahead. off of this one okay So the, yeah the, the real answer to that scenario dan is that if oliver anthony would have had a record deal and recorded and written the exact same song the rich man north of richmond if he had done that they would have buried that song underneath the building at the record label you would have never heard it in a million years they probably would have dropped him from the deal for even daring to say something like that so now the ironic thing is all the major labels are slithering up to his feet out in Virginia, yeah. showing up at his shows, offering him millions of dollars and all this stuff to do it. And so I'm on the phone going, what do you think about that? He goes, one guy, one guy made me an offer for like all this money and stuff. If I would work with him, I said, well, what'd you say to him? He said, I asked him, in exchange for what? <laughs> And, and I said, did he answer you back? He said, no, he didn't really have an answer for that. I said, yeah, because the answer would have been for your life, son, for your life. He's not going to do it. I think he's going to stay independent. He he is a real threat to the music industry because he did all this without them. They could spend every last penny they have, all of them could, and not get 10% of what this kid's built by himself. He, he is an important voice. He's also... Uh, when I text him, I'll say, hey, man, how's it going this morning? He goes, resting my voice and reading the King James.
1: <laughs> That's what he says. So he's really that guy. No, no joke. Uh, last question for you, and I'll let you roll. Uh, tomorrow night, don't forget, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, John Rich is going to launch his album, The Country Truth. Everybody go buy it, buy every song. The songs are amazing. Don't miss it here, live, exclusive to Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. You know, uh, this guy seems, I mean, he's the real deal. You read his Facebook thing uh, that he put out, that this uh, statement on Facebook. And it was so self-deprecating. And that's something, John, you know, in the entertainment business, man, we saw with this crazy Snow White actress lady talking about how, like, oh, my gosh, I'm so important. Snow White sucks, and we're, like, changing to whatever. You say, Not this guy. This guy puts out a statement that says the exact opposite. Uh, Chris, Oliver, he says hey, man, listen, like, I'm not a good guy. Like, I've been saved, uh, uh, but I live in a $750 trailer with a tarp on it. Like, don't expect, I'm not your idol here, you know? And I thought that was just so refreshing to hear from this guy. That's why you can hear the pain in his voice. That song was real,
2: man. Yeah, that's what freaks out the music industry because they are the opposite of that. They are the opposite of real. They they market us into a, a state of numbness and just roll us into whatever narrative they want to have, and this guy's gonna not going to have anything to do with it. You know, you've got... Aldine that had the big song. Try that in a small town. Here's Oliver Anthony with Richmond, North of Richmond. I've got a funny one. I'm offended. That's about to come out talking about our culture. That's on the funny side. I think it's an important role right now to be an artist that's not that's not going to do what the industry says and give the people what they want,
1: which is songs about truth, the country truth. Yeah, brother. I can't wait. Yeah, man, I can't wait, John. We will see you. You gonna hang around? Yeah, we're yeah, gonna do some radio later too, right? Yeah, don't I, miss I, the radio show. The joint, man. You, it. Not own, you own this place. <laughs> Thanks, brother. Johnny Ridge. Johnny Ridge. I love this guy. I'll tell you a little story about Johnny Rich. Uh, we were on The Five together, tearing some shit up over there at Fox. And uh, he brought in a Redneck Riviera whiskey. Where is that? Give me a John. Hand me that bottle, sir. He knows the guy who made this stuff, too. So it's got his name on the back. It says, uh, oh, John Rich. Oh, that's his, too. <laughs> so, yeah, we were out there on The Five. And this was on the table. Uh, during the show, they said something about the whiskey thing. So I'm eyeballing that whiskey. I'm like, all right. Have you actually got, I wish I could go play for you the actual clip. So at the end of the show, everybody's walking out. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean nobody said anything. True story. So who was it? I was it Kirsten or someone? One of my one of my crew at Fox, who was on my show, was like, hey man, you know what happened with that bottle? I'm like, no idea. No idea. <laughs> And then an hour later, I said, I'm just messing with you. I said, it's sitting here in my hotel room. And they're like, there's a lot missing. I'm like, I don't know what happened. Uh, like, John John brought a half-empty bottle. What kind of guy is he? Anybody he brought a half-empty bottle? Redneck Riviera whiskey. Check it out. And don't forget to join us tomorrow for John's album. All right. I want to play that thing. Hi. Guy, do you have that very queued up? Gee, you have that queued up, Oliver? Yeah. All right. I want you to watch this, folks. This is... um. This is really important. Just speaking about the music industry and how emotions matter. I know you've heard the song, I'm not going to play the whole thing, but um, this guy, uh, Orf on Twitter, had put together one of these reaction videos. And I just want you to watch a clip of this and I'm going to read to you a little bit of of, uh, what Oliver had to say. It's... um, on Facebook. It's pretty profound. You know what, Jim, I'm going to need the elements because uh, they're not, I don't have a prompter. So can I take the rate, you know, the printout radio elements. So watch this, but why I want you to watch the reaction of the people and how the left loves to divide us into these ridiculous boxes. "Eh, You're black, you're white, immigrant, non-immigrant, union, not union, all of a sudden, no, the, uh, yeah, that stuff, that, that stuff there. Um, But watch the reaction from people of all different races. And just check this out. Gee, Play that cut if you would
0: six feet in the ground Cause all this damn country does is keep on kicking them down. ah Lord, it's a damn shame What the world's gotten to For people like me what with People like you I wish yeah. I could just wake up and it not be true but it is Amazing
1: amazing. I mean, you just see the reaction from people and you notice nobody really gives a damn about skin color. Oh my gosh, that's a black guy and a white guy. That's the liberals. <laughs> I tell every conservative and everyone sitting here in this audience too, you should be damn proud that there once was a civil rights movement in the United States on the left too, that cared about things like, uh, you know, character over the melanin content of someone's skin, but that's just not a lefty thing anymore. Do you notice the minute this guy's song hit and it really touched people it really got the people's souls did you notice the first thing was it had to be a right wing song what the hell's right wing about a bunch of rich dudes screwing our lives over up in washington dc what the hell's right wing and the answer is that is right wing now i thought about it i'm like you know what for the first time these goons in the media are right the left has completely abandoned any kind of questioning whatsoever of the elite foie gras eating dipshits at these cocktail party crowds sipping their Louis XIII cognac. That's them now. That's a, I'm looking around at the people in this room. I wish I could flash the camera around this way, but we had to get this together at the last minute. I'm not as sophisticated as some of these other shows. But folks, these people here work for a living, man. This one dude here, 57, He he's like 25 years old. He yeah, had knuckles all jacked up, fingernails all dirty. That's what we are now. That's, our, that's not their movement anymore. That's us. You should put your chest out and your chin up and be damn proud, man. The working class American, you're in our party now. You're in our movement. These lefties, they don't give a damn about you. They never did. You got to read this book, this book, Revolt Against the Masses by Fred Siegel. Andrew Wilkow, a good friend of mine, loves it too. This book is amazing. And all it talks about is how the left is always screwed over the middle class. They have always screwed over the middle class. They hate everything about you. I'm sorry to tell you this, folks. I'm not intentionally trying to be divisive for clicks. I don't need it. I don't need anybody's money. I don't need anybody's clicks. I don't need any of that crap. I'm telling you, they have always hated you. It's born out of this patriarchal sense of aristocracy. They feel these lefties like because they went to Harvard or whatever it is and got a degree in gender studies or something like that. They've got this perverse, bizarre feeling that because they've got this degree that you should be subjugated to them because you work in a coal mine. They ain't done shit. They haven't done anything. This world is not a better place because they wrote some damn white paper. White paper about whatever, 9th century Sumerian rock carving. No one gives a shit. It's true. It's the coal miner that's heating the damn coal plant, producing the steam that's pumping the electricity in your house, that's keeping you warm in the winter. These are the people that matter. These people have hated you forever. They have this patriarchal feeling that they should be big daddy to you, that they should be running your lives, and you should just shut the up and just listen to them because they went to Harvard or Princeton or Dartmouth or something. And listen, I, I, I got nothing against people who better themselves by going to school. I went there myself. But you all know my rule. If you cite your education, you're probably what? You're probably a moron. Having said that, <laughs> I, say, <laughs> I say that as someone who's been there. I did a couple graduate degrees. You know what? I did learn a lot in business school. But that's not an excuse for me to tell you I understand your life better than you. We got people here who work for a living—truckers, pilots, cops. I don't know jack about your job. I couldn't—I don't even know where the power button is. If it doesn't say power on a big rig, I don't even know where to turn that damn thing on. Oh, but then you got an MBA. It doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. I'm sorry. You can clap if you'd like. And that's not one of these like weird Democrat moments. It's an applause line. You see Nancy Pelosi the other day? Yeah. <laughs> don't feel it. Yes. <laughs> We are, we're Republicans. We don't, have, we don't have to announce applause lines. But don't feel any need to be quiet. Don't worry. This is my show. But I don't know anything about that. And I want to read to you what Oliver said quick. I read a little bit on the radio. This is the last portion. I want you to listen to this, folks. This is what he put on his Facebook. This is just the last portion. This guy could have been a multimillionaire a week ago. And yet he's sitting there and taking it all in. Listen to this. He says, in 2019... I paid $97,000 for property I live on. I still owe 60000 on it. I'm living in a 27-foot camper with a tarp on the roof. I got off Craigslist for 750 bucks. He says, I'm not a very good person. I spent the last five years struggling with mental health and using alcohol to drown it. I'm sad to see the world and the state it's in, with everyone fighting with each other. Yeah, me too, brother. I spend many nights feeling hopeless that the greatest country on earth is quickly fading away. That being said, I hate the way the internet has divided all of us. The internet's a parasite, infects the minds of humans and has their way with them. Hours wasted, goals forgotten, loved ones sitting in houses with each other, distracted all day by technology made by the hands of other poor souls in sweatshops in a foreign land. When's enough enough? When are we going to fight for what's right again? Millions have died protecting the liberties we have. Freedom of speech is such a precious gift. Never in world history has the world had the freedom it currently does. Don't let them take it away from you. Just like those once wandering in the desert, we've lost our way from God, and we've let false idols distract us and divide us. It's a damn shame. Steve, man. That's deep. That's deep. I wish that guy the best. But I'll just kind of end this segment with that before we move on to some other stuff. You know, I I think you all know here, you all believers in the afterlife. Me too. God gave us his gift, music. None of us can explain it. I mean, it's just sound, right? Like, that's sound too. Like, why does that not sound good, but something else does? I mean... I'm sure there's some neuroscientist with a Harvard degree who can explain to you the <laughs> neurochemistry behind the dopamine reward system. But I, I we'll pass on that for now. God gave us this gift of music to unite us all. And don't you all find it weird that this guy sings this song? I said this to Paula. And everyone at the same time, the first time they heard it, was like, wow, that's special. Come on, you've been listening to music forever. You know, sometimes even like my favorite song, Sand in My Boots, Morgan Wallen. Even that took me two or three times before I really started to like tear up about it. It was such a great song. I love music. He sent this guy who admits, I don't know him. I don't know his past. Frankly, I don't care. Guy says, I'm not a good person. I'm in a lot of pain. Maybe we can all learn some. Maybe it's a unifying moment, but it was a special moment for me. All right, I got a lot to get to, and again, thank you all for showing up. i never done a live show, but Paula, how do you feel it's going? Great. Yeah, Gee, what do you think? <laughs> Jim Yeah, you' like, get me, you guys you guys all right over here with all the techie stuff? All right, good. Jim makes me nervous sometimes. Yeah, no, no, you're not noisy at all. I love noise. All right, Liquid IV, one of my favorite products. I may need some of this tomorrow. And Sunday. And Sunday, yeah, Sunday too. All right, as we head through the summer months. Oh, yeah, look at you. Hey, the greatest promo ever from Liquid IV. Cat, right? See, I even remembered your name. Cat had a stick of liquid IV. You, are, Gosh, that was so perfect. Just rip off the top, pour it in some water, especially after a night of uh, having too much of a good time, shall we say? Some whiskey, baby. Too much? No, it's good. And it's great for working out, too, especially down in Florida where it's 700 degrees in January. You got the summer months. Listen, folks, you walk in, work it out. Make sure you're getting a proper amount of hydration. Liquid IV from Cat is now available. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign this liquid IV for you. Here we go. You're going to take this back. Here, Cat. here's your liquid IV. Here you go. Said, no, I don't want to throw it at you. That would be disrespectful. You can throw it at me. Don't worry. Come grab it. Don't worry. The audience don't care. Our liquid IV is now available in sugar-free. Years in the making, the hydration multiplier, sugar-free, uses a proprietary zero-sugar hydration solution with no artificial sweeteners. Keep your daily routine exciting with three new flavors: white peach, green grape, and lemon lime. One stick of liquid IV you just saw is six in 16 ounces of water has A vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, and the electrolytes are what's key for me. It has three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks. It's non-GMO, free from gluten, dairy, and soy. Tastes great. I'd be lost without it in Florida, to be honest with you. Real people. Real flavor, real hydrating, now sugar-free. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk, nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use promo code Bongino at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you use promo code Bongino at liquidiv.com. Thanks, Liquid IV. We appreciate it. All right, back to the show. So folks, something big um, happened yesterday on my friend Charlie Kirk's podcast. He had Newt Gingrich on as a guest. And uh, I mean- Everybody in Georgia knows a little bit about Newt. You know, Newt was uh, the architect of the Republican revolution um, back in the Clinton days. But Newt's been dropping like bombs lately. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but he's been on cable news just tearing it up. I mean, I don't know what your feelings are personally about him. Uh, You know, he's always been nice to me. But he went on Charlie Kirk's show and had just this bombshell about the Georgia Fulton County indictment that came down on Monday. And he's saying that, now he's saying, just to be clear, that it's not yet fully verified, but that somebody from, I guess, the administration called down to Georgia and told them like, hey, you need to push this thing today because we've got some bad news coming out, which if that's the case, we're talking about, volcanic police state-like corruption. I mean, we're not even into, we're out of like the red zone. We're into like the end zone right now of corruption. Gee, if you would uh, play that cut nude on Charlie Kirk show, check this out.
3: That I am told, this is hearsay, but I am told by a reliable source that Friday evening, somebody from Washington called the district attorney in Atlanta and said, you have to indict on Monday. We have to cover up all of the mistakes we just made with Weiss. And she said, apparently, uh, my jurors aren't coming back till Tuesday. And they said, you didn't hear me. You have to indict on Monday. And she said, well, are not going to get here before noon. They said, that doesn't matter. She said, this, this means it's going to be 8 or 9 or 10 o'clock at night. They said, it doesn't matter. We need the news so media shifting. Who, who, off ma- who made that phone call? We don't know. Um, And I'm telling you up front, this is hearsay, but it's from a person who has remarkably good sources. I I totally believe it, though, because that would explain why they leaked and they messed up on the clerk document, why she was exhausted (laughs) and why they had the 11 p.m. press conference, Mr. Speaker.
1: Now, listen, if this happened, this newt said it happened. Folks, I'd like to say we've ha- we've have a- we got a problem, but we've had a problem for a really long time. The police states here now. It's not going to be here tomorrow. It's not coming next week. You know, I was talking with gentlemen online here. I was signing some books beforehand, saying hello to everybody, and um, you know we were talking about the voter fraud, which is an epidemic problem in the United States. Don't listen to your liberal goofy ball friend. You can't talk about voter fraud. You can kiss my ass. You guys have cheated in every election and whined about everyone you've lost for. I'll talk about what I want because I have God-given rights. But I said to him, listen, there's no giving up though, guys. I get that we're in this police state ecosystem now. I understand. But we got to fight back. And the reason I bring that up is because this is happening right now because I don't know if you, how long you guys have been listening to my show, but there's a thing about cutesy time. Cutesy time is, you know, over. <laughs> like cutesy time's like, oh, you want to play cutesy time? Like you're probably not in this listening audience out here now. Does anyone here believe it's we're still in cutesy time? Is anyone? No, no, no one. You sure? We don't have any hands written? No, there's no cutesy time people here. No. Uh, wait, Sean, where is it? Here, where's Sean? Where's Sean's wife? Here, bring your wife over. What was your, What's your name? Come on over. Okay, I want you to see this shirt because he. Here, this is an old school shirt. What was your name again? Brandon, Brandon nice to meet you. Come on over. Here, sit down here for a second. Okay. You, but bring on. You'll know who Sean is in a second. Your shirt says, says, new rules. We win. You lose. Yes, that's the only <laughs> way forward. So, do you think we're in cutesy time?
0: No, cutesy time's over.
1: Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Sean, come on over. <laughs> Take a seat for a second. You all know Sean Farish. If you don't, you're better. He's got his own podcast. Look him up. Sean underscore Farish on Twitter. He's on True Social 2. F-A-R-A-S-H. He has an alter ego. Uh, it's a very Jekyll and Hyde thing. His alter ego is uh, his alter kind of like a superhero thing. It's like, believe it or not, I'm walking on air thing. Sean, thanks for joining the show. We appreciate it. Dan, but, thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, you're a good man. You lived, oh, Wait, is that Mike still? Should yes. we share a mic? Oh, share a mic. All right, so I want to point something. Yes. So uh, you do a lot of commentary. This police state that we're in right now, I've seen you on Newsmax and elsewhere, you know, do you think we're going to recover from it? You think there's a way out of this? You think Republicans have any balls? I mean, be honest, you don't have to, like, I think God's blessed this place, and I think there's an out, like there's a light at the end of this tunnel, but how do you feel about it?
3: Well, um, first of all, I, I think when you talk about the police state, I think I, I listen to you, I'm long on the United States also. I'm definitely long on this place, but uh, everyone, whether they're in the room, whether they're watching, you've got tens of thousands of people watching on Rumble all the time. It's because of places like Rumble, because of platforms like Rumble and Truth that believe in free speech that I think we will overcome it, but it's going to get worse before it gets better. You say it all the time. It hasn't gotten bad enough yet. For some people, it hasn't gotten bad enough yet. I came from New York. I used to live in New York. We moved out, moved into Tennessee in January. Haven't looked back. I mean, my family's there. We kind of, you know, missed the beach a little bit, but uh, overall- People have to understand whether you're right, left, middle. You know, a a friend of ours, you know, know cryptocurrency, they're like, oh, I don't care about politics. I just care about Bitcoin. I'm like, yeah, you don't think you're going to be a white supremacist for buying Bitcoin when they want to cancel that for central bank digital currency, right? So the police state's coming for everybody. Nobody is immune. We've been saying that forever. No one is immune from it. Nobody has the, you know, you can't be vaccinated against tyranny. It just doesn't work. Uh, even if you get the vaccine, right? So uh, the bottom line is if it w- it's going to show up at your doorstep, no matter what happens, and everyone's got to be ready to. You know, ideologically, take up arms, right? Ideologically, and make sure that it doesn't impact you and your family. And if you're stuck in a blue state watching somewhere, I I wanted to stay and fight. We stayed and fought. We almost elected Lee Zeldin in New York. And when it didn't happen, we said it would be best for our family to move out. And that's what we did.
1: How does your alter ego feel about the police state, especially down in Georgia, what's going on right now?
3: Well, they say the devil went down to Georgia, but I haven't seen Crooked Hillary there yet, okay? (laughs) And they say that uh, they're indicting me for free speech. It's a terrible thing, what's happening. Next thing they're going to do, they're going to indict me for eating too much at an all-you-can-eat buffet. Could you believe that? <laughs> and then I'm going to say, you know, because just like they indicted me for the boxes, hooks, Sleepy Joe had so many boxes, and he hasn't been indicted. I will tell and now he's crooked, Joe, because we call her beautiful Hillary now because I don't want to die, Okay. <laughs> But they indicted me for boxes. Crooked Joe has so many boxes. Now they're indicting me for eating too much. What happens to Fannie Willis? What happens to Alvin Brigg? Twinkies, you call them That's a beautiful nickname. What happens to all the people who eat too much all the time? What happens to them? They're not getting indicted. I'm getting indicted. It's a
1: disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hey. Folks, we're almost closing in on 50,000 people Only halfway through the show You all are awesome Great to see you here on Rumble If you want to follow Sean Again, he's Sean, S-H-A-W-N Not like the Sean Connery spelling Underscore Farish And he has his own podcast and show You see him on Newsmax And I, 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 I mean, he sounds more like Donald Trump than Donald Trump The weirdest thing would happen Like, imagine, we got to get him on the phone with Trump It would be, he'd be like confused Right I mean, yeah, just for a second, I mean, just put yourself in, your, in his shoes, right? Some cat calls you on the phone, and it is I, like a doppelganger voice, and you're like, I, you're like, you're thinking like, is this it? Like, is this, this is my conscious talk? Did I go to the afterlife? Like, did Hillary come for me? Like, what just happened? That was funny, by the way, that line. We call her beautiful Hillary because I want to live. <laughs> that was great. I see we got my friend, the Vacanis here. Everyone give a hand to the Vacanis. Vicky waved every. Is Arvin with you? Those are my good friends. Is is Arvin next to you? Because Arvin, you ever hear me talk about the orthodontist on the show? That's him. I used to have like, like teeth, like a crooked, crooked teeth. So if you ever need good uh, orthodontic work, go. he loves to talk about dentistry at his off time. So feel free to approach him. He's doing consults right now. For, get right off the trip. So make sure you ask him, show him your teeth, everyone, when you're done. He's a, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's one of, These are my best friends. Uh, so thanks for coming out, guys. We appreciate it. All right, I'm going to get to this. I'm going to get to what Sean just talked about. I know he's a P1 listener because he said something that really kind of deeply impacts my soul coming from New York like he did. You know, folks, I got some bad news for you, man. It ain't bad enough yet. It ain't bad enough yet, but it's going to get there. All right. Thanks for your patience. We got two uh, final sponsors, and then we're we'll, uh, we we'll get to the second half of the show. Innovation Refunds been helping small businesses to qualify to get a payroll tax refund through the ERC, also known as the Employee Retention Credit, or the ERC. The ERC is a tax refund for businesses that kept employees on payroll for parts of 2020 and 2021. So, if you own a business with more than five employees, you could have money waiting to be claimed. Innovation Refunds and their independent tax attorneys are dedicated to helping business owners navigate the complex filing process. You have a CPA that says you might not qualify get a second opinion. Innovation Refunds team will collaborate with your CPA to assess your eligibility. They've already helped thousands of eligible businesses apply for the ERC. Innovation Refunds does not provide tax or legal advice. They work with an independent network of tax professionals and will share information with them to evaluate and process your claims. Terms and conditions apply. Go to innovationrefunds.com to determine eligibility. If you qualify, you can be on your way to receiving money for your business. There's no upfront charge, they don't get paid unless you get paid. Go to innovationrefunds.com or one refunds That's innovationrefunds.com or one refunds And our last sponsor, you all like Mike Lindell? That's my man. <laughs> My pillow. We love my pillow over the last 20 years. With all your support, my pillows have not only been able to launch the original my pillow, but the my pillow mattress topper, my slippers and the my pillow bath towels, but there's so much more. In fact, my pillow is over 200 products. My pillow is so confident. You'll love each and every one of them. When you go to MyPillow.com, you'll immediately receive a free gift value to $20 just by checking out their website. No purchase necessary. That's right. Get everything from my pillow, blankets, sleepwear, kitchen towels, mattresses, duvets. I don't know how I know how to say that word. Pet beds, Body pillows, comforters, couch pillows, bathrooms, and so much more, all for pillow. So go to MyPillow.com or call 800-637-4982. Use promo code DAN to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. Remember, just by clicking MyPillow.com, you'll immediately receive a gift value to $20 and no purchase necessary. It's a limited time promotion, so go to MyPillow.com now, use promo code DAN, or you can always call 800-637-4982, MyPillow.com, promo code DAN. All right, so the fight back has begun, though. I neglected to say this before. You got any anyone from Georgia here? No Georgia folks. We got uh, a senator, a state senator, who deserves a big shout out here. A guy by the name of Colton Moore in Georgia. He sent a letter to the governor, and he's, did you hear about this? He's yeah. You, did, you shout out Colton Moore if you're watching or any of your friends are watching on our Rumble channel here. We, the undersigned from the House of Representatives and Senate, comprising three fifths of each respective house, pursuant to this article, certify to you in writing with a copy to the Secretary of State that in our opinion, an emergency exists in the affair of the state requiring a special session to be convened under that section for all purposes to include without limitation the review and response to the actions of one Fannie Willis. Good for you, Colt Moore. Ooh, that is. But yes, Joseph. Yes. Yes, Joe. Joe, man, I just realized something. Joe, what? we didn't do, did we do it? We didn't do it's Friday. Did I miss no. that? Oh yes, man, you did. that's just—you did it. it! Oh, you got it in, Ma. I was all nervous. No, Thank no, you. We I heard your it voice now. creep in there. I got so distracted by this awesome crowd. I'm like, we can't do the show without that. Hey, we can do it right now if you want. Yeah, please. Let's get another one for the audience. Here. Thank you. It's, it's Friday. Friday. Yeah, that was a big yeah. Friday, man. I, I, right. That's crazy. Like we, I would have blown the streak there. <laughs> we it was only one Friday we missed. All right, but back to what I was talking about before with the fight back like this. Folks, you're only going to see this when it gets bad enough. Listen, Sean and I were both... Sean, how old are you? 32. So you're a little bit younger than me, but you, you probably remember the garbage days in New York City, right? Like pre-Giuliani. Folks, for all of you out there, I want you to know like, things can get bad and can get bad really fast. You're seeing it right now. When you get corrupt people with no morals and power that are not moored to anything, God-given liberties, our Constitution, these founding documents, and they don't believe in something bigger than them, Let me tell you something, shit gets bad really fast, man, really fast, because their loyalty is not to anything other than themselves, avarice, and their own mercenary power goals. That's it. They will step on anybody, screw anyone over, and when it gets ugly, it gets ugly fast. When we were in New York, Sean, me, my wife, Jim, producer Jim over there too, it wasn't even a matter of... Like, was your car going to get broken into or Were you going to get mugged? It was only a matter of how often it was going to happen. You know, I tell this story, you know, at the bus stop from going, uh, you know, coming back from school, that getting mugged, this may sound crazy now since the broken windows policing started, but it wasn't if you got mugged, it was only how much they would take. So you like learn to carry your money in different pockets and stuff. So if they took it, you'd be like, oh, here's everything. And they were too stupid to ask you to check the other pocket. So you'd like split your money up. Or if, you know, you went and got a drink from the store and you didn't open it, that's why you'd have to drink it quick. They would just come and steal it from you. Like, you didn't even file police reports because that was just what happened. Things can get really, really bad, really fast. And the shame of it is I don't think they've gotten bad enough yet. Here's what I'm talking about. I put some stuff together for today. Uh, you got, uh, gee, you got that Fresno, California video? Here's a video out of Fresno, California. Folks, I could play these all day, but you know what? You need to see it. Oh, why do we keep playing these robbery video? People get stealing and burglarizing homes and robbing from stores because you need to see it. You need to see what the Lord of the Flies looks like. If you think we're living in Swiss family Robinson, man, you read the wrong book because that's not what's happening, man. Piggy and Ralph are here now like this is going on. Right. You know, what I'm talking about like the natural state for a lot of human beings. I'm sorry to tell you this is chaos. Not everybody is like you in this room. Not everybody has an allegiance to God given rights. Because if you have an allegiance to God given rights, there are things you can't do to others. You can't because God forbids it. You're not going to hurt them. You're not going to steal from them. Oh, but what if they're liberal? It don't matter. It's wrong. But they don't feel that way about you. And this is what it looks like when those kind of people take over. Play that cut. Folks, (laughs) Folks, that's what chaos looks like. no, You've got this lady in a mall in broad freaking daylight with a garbage bag stealing thousand dollar sunglasses and all everybody can do is sit around and beg her to stop. Please stop. The lady saying please stop as if you're dealing with people who have an emergency break in their behavior. You understand these people are guided by one thing. It's their instantaneous dopamine rush. If they can steal and make money, there's no amount of pain that they can see in your face that's going to stop them. They don't care. They will steal from you. They will do it. They will use your parking lot as a bathroom. Marvin, you know what I'm talking about. These people don't give a damn, man. There's no limit on their behavior at all. The only thing that stops them are the good folks among us, people right here. It hasn't gotten bad enough yet. I hate doing these segments, but I feel like if I don't tell you what's going on, you're not going to respond appropriately, I'm realizing the, how, how sincere and candid I am that we have a few, maybe a couple years left before this descends into uncontrollable madness. The country's not going to disappear. There are European countries who've been struggling forever. They've been around for a long time. But ladies and gentlemen, what happens is they descend into this spiral of poverty that it's almost impossible to get out of. And the country becomes an almost semi-lawless place. That has never been our way here. Here's a headline from the New York Post. Again, in case you think I'm just making this up, that things are getting really bad. You haven't heard much about the immigration crisis, right, Lately, The immigration nothings nothing's any different. Here, New York Post, August 15th. Last time I checked, that was like a couple days ago. Migrants still flowing into the U.S. at a record-setting pace. Data shows 150,000 immigration cases in July alone. Folks, it's gotten so bad. This is how chaotic it's gotten under oatmeal brains in the White House right now. It's so bad that we have to like triage the level of suck on stories about what we're going to talk about. Because it's gotten so bad between Hunter Biden, the corruption, the mortgage market imploding, the housing crisis going on. Right? Nobody's selling their house because they can't get out of a 3% mortgage. They're afraid. I'll play that cut in a second. Inflation that people like me who have an hour show and podcast we're like, well, what do we talk about first? Everybody seems to have forgotten about the immigration crisis. Folks, the border is completely open right now. Completely open. And again, chest out, chin up. We, we, you in this room. Someone told me, my mom didn't like when I pointed, she said, use the blade hand. that looks kinder. Is that better? I don't know. Like, you, right there, blade hand. <laughs> Folks, we are on the right side of this issue, too. Nobody's going to lecture me about immigration or Paula, who actually came to the country and became a citizen like the right way. Like, you want to come here? Great. We've got a lot of jobs. We've got a lot of opportunity. Even though our colleges are woke, we still got some decent places to learn. You know, my daughter goes to uh, a college in Alabama and uh, leave that out because it's crazies out there. But, you know, in Alabama, that's that's still kind of holding the line. We're the greatest place on earth. You want to come here? That's fine. But I love when the Democrats talk about, oh, oh, we need a process for this. We have a freaking process. It's called the immigration process. Did you, you can look it up, you know. You can, look, you, can, you can look it up. It's not hard what to do. It's not hard. Now, it may be long, but it's not, it's not difficult to figure out. When you go online, you don't have to answer advanced calculus questions. They don't ask you about like organic chemistry and what deuterium versus tritium is. They that's not what any of this is about. You can just go and do it, but they just don't want to. And you know what? Listen. You broke the laws your first act you got to go. I'm sorry. But really, you blame these people? You got Joe Biden Telling people that live in economies not one one thousandth of how wealthy and prosperous we are. You got him doing this public announcement. What did he say before he came? Out? Come on in, man. The border's open. Maybe he didn't use those exact words, but folks, let's not be stupid here, OK? You know exactly he did the winky, winky, nod, nod thing. And what happened? Everybody took his instructions. When Donald Trump was in office, we had about we still had people crossing the border. It's. I mean, you're never going to stop a you know a thousand plus mile border. You're not going to stop everyone from coming. It's impossible. It's just like you're not going to stop. I don't care. You have the best cops in the world. There's still going to be some crime, right? Donald Trump had like forty to fifty thousand people, which, by the way, a lot of them would get deported afterwards for coming in illegally, and they knew there was a penalty. One hundred fifty thousand people, free cell phones, you get a ride to New York. Think of this. Think of this. Think of this. Think of this. That was my Leo Getz moment. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little too excited in front of you all today. I got to calm down a little bit. I got a Valium. Just kidding. Illegal drugs are bad. <laughs> when I was a Secret Service agent, they used to put us up at the UN in the Roosevelt Hotel like 20 years ago when I was doing it in New York City. The Roosevelt Hotel was pretty nice. It's owned by the Pakistanis, a lot of green, uh, the, 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 the same, uh, the color of their flag. We used to stay at the Roosevelt. It was pretty nice. And I'm thinking like, wow, this is crazy. Like the Roosevelt Hotel, where that was considered like a pretty high-end hotel in New York, has now been totally taken over by illegal immigrants sleeping out on the sidewalk out for have you seen them? If you doubt any of this. Pick, out your, pick up your phone and put in Roosevelt Hotel, illegal immigration. They're out front on the sidewalks. There's a way to, what's your, can you tell me what's humane about that, please? Am I missing something? Am I missing the humanity of like sticking people on a sidewalk in the middle of New York City in a hundred degree summer? Like this is humane rather than telling people, hey, I'm sorry, there's a process. You got to go through the process. This is the way to do it. And you'll get your citizenship. I mean, think about it. If you do it illegally, you are not availing yourself of the greatest opportunities in the world. They're, you're not going to be able to be a CEO of a company one day. You're not going to have any of that. And this is the Biden America moving forward. I wanted to play this for you too, especially folks on. The, and thanks to the live stream. Let me check in with the live stream. How you all doing out there? Listen, I need some feedback from the streamers out there from the uh, from the folks on us with the live. Give me a why if you're liking the live show, a no if you hate it and it sucks and you should never do it again. Why? And, or an end. Because you you guys matter to me as much as... Oh, wow, there we go. I get a first why from the Gunther. Yes. Thank you. I like it. That's key. A lot of whys, right? A lot of whys. Oh, wow. Yes. Yes. Hopefully we'll be coming to your town soon near you. But I want to play this. Again, in case you think it hasn't gotten bad enough yet... It is about to get really bad. There is a prediction out there in the market that mortgage rates could peak at about 8% coming up soon. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back to like the 80s time now. And here's the problem with that 8%. People pay for their houses how? Not in cash, folks. There are a few people who pay in cash, but let me tell you something, not a lot. Matter of fact, if you're a cash buyer now, you're in a great spot because you don't need a loan. You're like, I don't give a damn about the interest rates. I'll just pay for the house in cash, right? Not many people do that. People pay for their houses on a monthly payment. So here's a segment from Fox yesterday. It's a good one. It's short, but you got that queued up, Guy? It's from Martha McCallum's show, where she just does some simple math, which means Democrats will not figure this out at all. But this is for you in the room and you on the stream. If you got a mortgage when they were two and a half, 3.5%, three, three here's your monthly payment versus the same exact house, a $400,000 house, What it is at today's rates, you're going to be shocked at this number. Play that cut. So a big hurdle for anyone trying to get into the housing market.
2: Mortgage rates are now at their highest level in 21
1: years, with the 30-year fixed rate averaging more than 7%. Medium home prices, medium home prices, around $410,000 in America. And monthly mortgage payments on a home at that price could cost
3: you more than $800 Then they'd $800 Eight hundred dollars more, excuse me, than they did two years ago
0: when rates were near their record lows. What a different world! So big hurdle.
1: This is crazy. Your monthly payment just two years ago on a four hundred thousand dollar house was thirteen hundred bucks. The same house is twenty two hundred dollars now. Gone. Those are lefties doing... Wait, wait, wait. And and While we're on this topic, I didn't lefties tell you like, oh, we're all against them. You got Pocahontas out there. We don't like the big banks. They're all terrible. You got Bernie Sanders, a billionaire, a billionaire. (laughs) Who do you think's making all that money? It ain't you. It's the same freaking house. It's the bank. And listen, I I got... The banks are just doing... They're just following the rules because Biden spent a bunch of money we didn't have. They have to raise the interest rates. What are they going to do? Go out of business too? But don't you find it a little weird? That the banks are getting rich off Joe Biden's economy and these goofballs on the left, these hack losers, these freaking commies are always telling us, oh, look, you guys are in it for the big banks and big whatever. We're not for big nothing. You guys are to kiss the ass of Big Pharma jamming the damn thing in our arms and big banks. You guys did that, not us. We didn't do that. You did that. So if you think it's not bad enough yet, it's gonna bad. It's gonna get bad. It's gonna get bad fast. I want one. Last, I want to play one last uh, kind of video. Maybe two more if I can squeeze it in. I want to jump ahead to Larry Elder. Key. you know Larry Elder, good dude, man. Yeah, Larry's a good dude. He's running for president. He's not not getting a lot of traction. I mean, it's hard. Presidential race. I mean, listen, I I support President Trump. And anytime President Trump's in the room or Sean Farish, I mean, it's like, if if President Trump walked in the back right now, the show'd be over because no one would pay attention to me. And I wouldn't blame you. (laughs) I'd be like, wait, it's my show. It's a damn Bongino show. That's the way he is. So Larry's running for president. But one thing about Larry, I've known Larry a long time. I can tell you right now, There's not a better debater out there. There are people as good, but there's no one better. If you want to debate race issues with Larry Elder, like you damn well better be ready. Matter of fact, quick story, a business partner of mine, Dave Rubin, who uh, is involved with Locals and Rumble. Dave Rubin was a liberal, like a diehard liberal. He's still socially liberal, um, but he's definitely not ideologically liberal when it comes to political positions. I asked him once what changed him, and he said, Larry Elder. He goes, go watch the debate. And you can see it. It's on Rumble and these video platforms. Dave Rubin, Larry Elder. Larry just destroys him on every single topic when it comes to race. And Dave was like, I could never look at it the same way again. Here was Larry Elder. He was on with Charlemagne, uh, who is a, uh, a, a very popular morning host, runs a show called The Breakfast Club. He has a lot of politicians on, you know, to his credit. He has Republicans on, too. Uh, he says he's not a Democrat. I don't know. I don't know the guy's politics. But he starts asking Larry about this this thing called a wake-up call. I'm not going to use the word because it's just like not my thing. We don't get into that. But he's talking about how this this wake-up call moment when you experience racism when you're black. And then Larry's like, well, what was your wake-up call like? when Joe Biden said to you on your show, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Like that was on Charlemagne show. Like you didn't consider it out of wake up call. This is a great cut. Listen to this. Check this out. Well, you just not, not talk about,
0: about a wake up call. And it seemed to me that that should have been a wake up call on your part to have a white guy coming here who also said, by the way, uh, uh, about Mitt Romney, um, uh, uh, because he didn't want to put more regulations on Wall Street, He's going to put y'all back in chains. And Joe Biden has lied for decades about his civil rights record, claiming that he desegregated movie theaters and restaurants in, in Wilmington, Delaware, when he didn't any didn't do any of that. He lied and said that he tried to visit Nelson Mandela during apartheid South Africa. He did not, and he came in here and told you you aren't even black and let you think a certain kind of way. It seems to me that should have been a wake up call for you, but it wasn't. Apparently, yeah, I mean, you no. Know, for the record, I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I I I didn't say you were. I I don't know what you are. I I never even asked you about your party affiliation. I'm just saying you, but you are black and and to have a white guy come in here and tell you you have to say, uh, think a certain kind of way. Otherwise you quote ain't black. Wow. How should I have replied to him? You think what I just now said? How dare you insult me and tell me I I think as, as a human being, let alone as a black person. I don't tell you how to thank Joe Biden. How dare you come in here and tell me how, to, how I, I, sh- I should think. I'm going to vote for Donald Trump if I want to vote for Donald Trump. And, and if I want to vote for Donald Trump, it does not make me not black. 20 percent of black people, black men, as I said, have voted for Donald Trump in 2020. Are they not black now? So only 80 percent of black people, black men walking around are really black. 20 percent are not because mm-hmm. they voted for Donald Trump. How insulting is that? How condescending is that? Hmm. i I mean, you're probably right, but I didn't take it in that way. That's well, I did. <laughs> Dude, don't
1: start a fight with Larry Elder on race issues that you can't finish. He's like, yeah, uh, I guess you're right. Yeah, he is right. He is right. Like when you look at the guy who made all the racist comments, they're gonna put you back in chains. And Larry even missed one. Remember Joe Biden? I'm from a slave state. Wait, what? <laughs> Bro, that's not like some on the CV. Uh, from a slave state, that's not some. You that's not a resume item. Okay. Telling people they ain't black either. And you gotta see Charlemagne's face. He's looking, it's like he's seen it for the first time. Like, holy shit, I missed it the whole time. Like, the racists have been right in front of me, and it ain't the damn Republicans. It's the other guys. All right, I gotta wrap this show up. Hey, I got some major hot tips. Uh, hot tip to everyone who showed up today. Thank you so much. Are you gonna hang for the radio show too? Shout out to my man, Johnny Rich, one of the greatest country singers of our time. His new album, The Country Truth, will premiere tomorrow exclusively right here. Rumble.com slash Bongino, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. Watch the show. We're going to have a studio audience for that. John's going to tell all the stories. Listen, um, there may be some intoxicants involved, so let me just tell you, I am not responsible at all for the content of the show on my channel tomorrow. And... A major hat tip also to the staff here at the Redneck Riviera. Thank you so much for taking us in. You guys are great. And very important, we have a lot of great program directors around the country that have taken on my show. Listen, my show ain't the easiest to deal with, man. Uh, I get it. We may bring in great ratings, but uh, let's just say it's not old school radio. So it's... (laughs) It's not everyone's cup of tea or espresso for that matter, but they love the show. We love our listeners and WSMR Thunder 1320 here in Nashville, Tennessee. We'll be giving a major shout out. Thanks for hooking us up. So, all right guys and everyone at home, make sure you follow us, spread the word. Thanks for joining the chat. Click that green follow button, rumble.com slash Bongino. Follow us on Apple and Spotify as well. And I will see you on the radio show in, Four minutes. You'll see how we do the rundown. See you guys next week. you. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.